0: Listener production. Two cuddly boys overloading the bromance cut-o-meter. Yes, it's Matt and Alex. All day breakfast.
1: Hello there, happy Monday. I am Alex. That is Matt. And here is a little breakfast show to um make you feel good on a Monday morning.
2: We're going to try our best to make you feel good, and uh, that's not to say we're going to do it successfully. People have tried. I've seen it over the weekend. Yeah, look, really lower your expectations for this show. Well-meaning people, just like us, Alex Dyson. <laughs> Who have been absolutely torched over the weekend. Did you see the poem by American actress Anna Lynn McCord? Now, I don't mean I don't want to go at anyone who's trying to do something positive, all right? I saw a few
1: people trying to make a link between the terrible things going on in Ukraine at the moment and whatever they had going on in their life. One of them was a dude on LinkedIn saying, well, while Russia invades, we've got really a great deal with Amazon or something like that. And he got immediately fired and they said, he doesn't speak for our company anymore.
2: He's gone, he's off. John Cena got in trouble for saying, I wish I had the powers of the peacemaker right now, uh, which of course you can watch new season coming out soon. And then we had
1: this actress saying this. Dear President Vladimir Putin, I'm so
0: sorry that I was not your mother. Perhaps you would hold dear human life and on this night, instead of Mother Russia, you would call me and I would set your mind quite free with the love that only a mother can give.
2: Well, I hadn't listened to the whole thing until just now and, um, yeah, look, I can see why it set the internet ablaze. Mm. That's actress Annalyn McCord, who you might know from 90210, the reboot from 2008. Bud-fees, new Fee's News, actually. Budfeed Buzzfeed. Bu- <laughs> Bud That's a weird one (laughs) BuzzFeed News said that when asked about her reasons for writing the poem McCord said I know how easily I could have moved into the direction of becoming a dictator myself What? (laughs) Seriously? This is what BuzzFeed News says If certain circumstances in my life were different Were a little less bent toward healing and more toward vindication I could have been a darkly powerful person
1: Oh, my goodness. Well, we're going to try and do an absolute U-turn out of all of that, give you a little bit of future reading with some horoscopes. We've got our producer, Bron, coming in with a few of the lighter articles from the week as well. So, hopefully, um, keep you company on this Monday whenever you decide to listen to Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Shall we jump on in, Matthew?
2: Let's go. This
1: is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex
0: All Day Breakfast.
2: Well, I know you were on the road for a lot of The Weekend, Alex Dyson, but I was on the Twitter highway. Tell you what, I got stuck on there a lot
1: looking at the Ukraine situation. Man, my heart goes out to those people.
2: Just reading about the president of Ukraine, how he was Mm. a comedian in that show, like up until two years ago.
1: He played a teacher whose sort of passionate speech went viral and so they made him the president. And he now is the president. His country's being invaded by Russia. And he's making some pretty impressive speeches. It is
2: incredible. Mm. So, like, I was glued. I was glued to Twitter the whole time. I was glued to pictures of uh, Brisbane. Yep. There was a before and after, a shot from Petrie at suburban Brisbane where the amount of the water had risen, and this person would have been on the second, first or second floor of an apartment building, you know, right next to a sort of creek area. Mm-hmm. The water was coming into their balcony by this day. It was. It was insane. I was getting calls from Dad every single day. Unbelievable. I was also drawn to a situation that was unfolding, which by no means, and I'm telling you now, this is not comparable, these situations. Yeah. This is a completely separate matter.
1: But it's the only thing Matt O'Kind's probably qualified to talk about over those two very serious issues. Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> this is literally the only thing I can talk about. There are plenty of really important news outlets you can go to for this, the serious stuff. This is just something else that popped into my feed, which I thought, which actually drummed up quite a stir mm-hmm. in my feed. Do you know the artist Mitski, Alex Dyson? Mitski, I've heard of Mitski. Yeah, Japanese-American, singer-songwriter, critically acclaimed, really passionate fan base, mm-hmm. you know, a little bit outspoken at times, politically really self-motivated, driven, self-releasing albums, etc. has mm-hmm. built up a fan base from the ground up, classically trained, etc. Mitski comes out on Twitter and says, in a way that only Mitski could, in a very polite, courteous manner, says, guys, just wanted to speak about phones at shows.
1: Mobile phones at live musical yep. performances. Yep. She says,
2: they're part of our reality. I have mine on me all the time. And I'm not against taking photos at shows. And then in brackets, though, please, no flash, lol. But sometimes when I see people filming entire songs or whole sets... It makes me feel as though we're not here together. This goes for both when I'm on stage and when I'm an audience member at shows. Mm-hmm. She goes, I love shows for the feeling of connection, of sharing a dream, remembering that so we have a brief and reckless moment together. And I feel like I'm part of something bigger. But when I'm on stage and I look at you and you're gazing into your phone, it makes me feel as though those of us on stage are being taken from and consumed as content instead of getting to share a moment with you.
1: Mm. It's very eloquent from Mitski.
2: Yeah, right. It seems pretty reasonable, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. I've
1: heard bigger cracks at people who <laughs> use their phones at gigs.
2: I mean, I think it was quite politely put, mm. her impression is her experience. Yeah, and it's not you're doing something wrong. It's this
1: is how I feel when there's a phone there. Yeah. Opened the discussion.
2: Well, Mitski had to take that down because Mitski got absolutely smashed for it. jeez. Oh, now... <laughs> Everyone <laughs> is entitled to their opinion, and their experiences, et cetera. Except ski. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was intrigued by this. I was like, okay, why are people getting so angry about this? And it's something that I wasn't across myself mm. personally, you know. Mm-hmm. So I thought I'd put it out to our listeners and see what do people think, you know? How do you feel about filming gigs? I mean, what do you think, Alex Dyson? Um, I'm not against feeling gigs. But I also
1: sympathise because I'm not usually the one singing on stage and looking down the lens of all these phones that are coming up. I do try to leave it sparingly. Um, that's me personally. But, uh, yeah, it's interesting. What about yourself?
2: Oh Well, look, I mean, I kind of – it's different for comedy because obviously if people are filming comedy shows and they sometimes put the footage on – YouTube or whatever, and they'll reveal the jokes that people only really get one chance to hear. So I'm against it for a copyright reason. I'm like, yeah, you want people to experience a new thing. I'll tell you right now, we got a lot of messages about this. Yeah, let's get into
1: them. Emily says, "I do one song and just enjoy the rest." Chris says, "I hate it when people use the phones. I want to smash everyone's phone, It's impeding my view." Trisha says, "Not the whole show, but sometimes a favourite
2: song." At dogs, I've seen says it's the worst. Jen says, "Put the phone away." Joel says, "It's the worst. Just watch the show and enjoy the moment." May says, "I've done in the past, but I realise I never go back and watch it, so now I don't take
1: any. Maybe a few picks." Um, But what about yourself, Christian? Christian's on the phone. G'day. Hello, hello, guys. Now um, you're in Brizzy at the moment. Everything. uh, above water, hopefully? Uh, yes, correct, and also not correct. <laughs> oh, really? Oh. Um, it's been absolutely hectic down here, or well, up here, depending where you are. Uh, mm-hmm. First world problem, my mate's parents' house, uh, their platoon floated away.
2: Was the boat connected to it, or was it just the structure gone? Just the whole structure gone. Did they take a video of it floating away, or did they just enjoy the moment? <laughs> 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 yeah, what do you think about filming shows, Christian? I hate it, but
1: I do do it, and I never rewatch the videos. I literally just have it on my phone, saved, and I don't want to delete it. Deleted. I don't know why.
2: Do you find yourself looking at the screen when you do it, or you are able to just watch the show but hold the phone up?
1: Well, I wear glasses, and sometimes I don't wear my glasses to gigs, so it kind of does help me a little bit to mm. just look through my screen. That is
2: such an interesting thing because a lot of the people that were getting angry with Mitski were declaring her ableist. I'll go into it in a second, but thank you, Christian. Erica?
0: Hey, how are you going?
2: Great, thank you. Um, did your pontoon? Is everything okay?
0: <laughs> um, no pontoons floating down my street at the moment, so we're all good here. <laughs>
2: okay, okay. So, what about your stances on filming gigs?
0: Uh, look, you never watch them again. Mm-hmm. And there's people like usually intoxicated around you singing, yeah. ruining the song anyway. You're never going to go back and watch it. And if you the do, the bass
2: always sounds like this. <laughs> <laughs> and also, Job! I'm five
0: foot five. So I'm quite small, so people putting their hands up with their phones, it's like mm. worse than tall people standing right in front of you.
1: Well, you sort of have a right to do it, Erica. It's like a little periscope for you.
2: Oh,
0: that would be a good idea. Maybe I'll bring a periscope next time.
2: <laughs> well, thank you very much, Erica. Look, I'll, I'll let you know a couple of the people that did get angry about it. And when I talked about the ableist situation, this is something that I had never considered when I was reading all the responses. A lot of people had said, for instance, Michelle replied to Mitsky saying, Bessie, that's great and all, but some of us have mental health issues that cause disassociation and I film to remember the moment I'm not looking at my phone the entire time I just press record on it but I don't remember it baby bat says wow this is a take that makes me incredibly sad as you're an artist my heart connects with a lot Mitski you're a famous artist that plays shows all the time tons of people at your shows not even once per year, let them keep the memory of their favourite song. Well,
1: that's some really interesting takes.
2: Were there any people
1: supporting Mitski and saying, you know, that your human connection, it's it's part of this uh, slow creep into not living in the present? There was
2: Brendan McLean, who we we all know, was sort of on Mitski's side saying, this is totally taken out of context here. And, you know, I don't think it's fair to be calling her ableist in this situation. Those weren't his exact words, but he tweeted something Mm -hmm. uh, along those lines. So look... It remains to be a divisive issue, and it has been for so many years. Even, uh, you know, I remember when we were working on the J's together, this would be something that kept coming up, and artists kept saying, hey, can we stop doing it? And yet, you know, here we are. Don't know if it's ever going to go away.
1: No. Well, if you want your final thoughts in, Matt.and.alex, but until then, we better get on with the show. (laughs) time for Matt and Alex
2: Horoscopes Aries At the supermarket, a lady will turn to you and say Did you hear? Their jingle is giving men erectile dysfunction At first you'll think she's just a little bit unwell But then the next time you perform in bed All you'll hear is Down, down Prices are down (laughs)
1: Jeez! (laughs) It's a bold opening (coughs) Sorry (laughs) Oh my god Taurus You will discover a new meaning of shame When you are standing at traffic lights with a large group of people And realise too late that no one pressed the button And you have to wait another full cycle with these morons. (laughs) Of which you are one.
2: Gemini. You'll be hungry and see something in the cupboard, but you'll think, oh, I can't eat that. That's for a special occasion. Then you'll remember that you're a 36-year-old adult and can actually eat a $4 packet of biscuits whenever you want. You bought them. A
1: waiter will ask you if you've dined with us before It will make you
2: never want to dine with them again Leo You're pretty sure anyone who offers free hugs is a certified creep But also, you could just be a cynical old man who's lost their ability to love Either way, you won't be getting hugged anytime soon Virgo
1: Your friends will give you a new nickname this week after you accidentally eat some hash brownies and get outrageously high. They'll refer to you as Australia's
2: median house price. (laughs) Libra. Your two colleagues won't mention your new haircut. (laughs) Oh, you dogs. You will be stuck in
1: a great trivial conversation with a microbiologist this week. Lucky he was really good at small talk. Oh,
2: mate. Sagittarius. Your almost three-year-old daughter will ask for some of your iced chocolate and you will say, oh, you can't have any of this. It's very spicy. You won't like it. You'll then spend all night awake wondering what kind of trust issues you've instilled into your child as you picture them on their 21st birthday finally building up enough courage to taste an iced chocolate only to discover no chilli.
1: Capricorn. As someone who's always lived in the mountains and enjoyed snowboarding, you've always been intrigued by your brethren on the coast who ply their wares on the waves. You're extremely excited when a van pulls up and invites you to finally try waterboarding. Cowabunga.
2: (laughs) Aquarius. You'll think back to what you watched on television as a child and realise that people seem to care a lot more about really strong men pulling trucks with ropes and lifting up boulders and putting them onto little stands a lot more than they seem to now. What happened? Pisces, you will move house
1: this week and wonder whether it's worth taking your toilet brush. Should that just stay with the house? Is it something that should really be transported? Why is there so much water in the bottom of it? I just spent $1.2 million. Do I really need to carry Pooflex? <laughs>
2: Horoscopes. Everybody wants to be a pickle jar hero. Click, 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 click.
0: Clickfish. Clickfish. With producer Brun.
1: Yes, yeah, always good after a big weekend to catch up with our lovely producer Bron and see what we should have clicked on or we were wise to avoid. Hello, Bron.
0: Hello.
2: Gosh, it was a pretty heavy news weekend. Hard to find any light-hearted stories. But uh, I mean, I saw Chelsea Handler skiing down a mountain nude. Is she in this?
0: <laughs> I did see that, but I didn't add this in.
2: Oh, okay. Not fair enough. Well done. The story was in the headline. It happened, (laughs) there's videos, and uh, that's all you need to know. Bron, what's your weekend? What did your weekend hold?
0: It was pretty good. So this first story is from Hello Magazine, and it's another royal story, which I know I did last week, but I just couldn't get past this headline.
2: Bron,
1: you're turning into a royal watcher.
0: I know.
2: (laughs) Is this about the fact that Megan has not seen for 105 days, apparently?
0: No, you know what? There's a lot of royal news stuff out there, but this headline took the cake for me. It was Kate Middleton, baby number four. Everything the Duchess has said.
2: <sighs> Are we suspecting that Kate... Wait, wait. have they got three kids? They've got three kids. Ah, okay. that was quick. And so this is number four. <laughs> I haven't heard any announcement. People just suspecting it.
0: Well, it sounds like there's a baby on the way, doesn't it?
2: Mm.
1: So what, what is everything that's been said?
0: Well, basically, they've got George, they've got Charlotte, they've got Louis... And um, she went to Copenhagen last week and just admitted that she was broody after seeing some babies, which I think is just another word for clucky.
1: Yeah. So she's had three kids, but she said she was broody. Mm -hmm. It could mean there's a baby number four. Baby
0: number four. William doesn't want it, apparently.
1: (laughs) And what evidence (laughs) they have for that.
0: That he said, don't give her any ideas when she was holding a baby.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And that's... Everything that's been said. That's all that's been said. <laughs> I can't tell you that exchange that just happened mm. has happened at 100,000 barbecues around Australia this weekend alone. Yeah. When you're that age and you've got that many kids, that is just what happens. It's pretty interesting,
1: like, because my life didn't change after baby number one. I barely registered on the Richter scale <laughs> after number two. <laughs> As I stood here until you said there was a third, I didn't know. <laughs> and so to say that there's talk of a fourth, I do not see how how this is going to impact me here, Bron.
0: Yeah, I don't know either.
2: Means more in line to the throne. Means that, you know, yet again, we're, we're blocked. Damn it! Another baby will just mean another obstacle for us to become the the next heirs, uh, Bron. What else did you click on?
0: This is from pedestrian headline a TikToker has revealed a life hack to skirt out of a shopping center car park without paying.
1: Right, so they've with the boom gates come down mm-hmm. on the way out, you don't have to pay. I did see a Lamborghini that was so short it just went straight under them and drove off. <laughs> is that it? <laughs> The problem is you need to pay hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of car to get that. The
0: hack, yeah, buy a Lamborghini. Yeah,
2: that'll save on parking. You'll make all that back. Most shopping centres, I mean, after a couple of hours, you you get free anyway, but it hasn't occurred to me uh, how to get out. I mean, is it just your tailgate?
0: Well, you can do that.
2: Because I know that that's illegal.
0: Yeah, you shouldn't do that.
2: Mm. (laughs) But, you know, I've I've seen people do it.
0: What this guy is saying is that he posts a video on TikTok. You roll up to the boom gates, (laughs)
2: let
0: it register... Roll back, or reverse, Mm -hmm. and then it just opens up, apparently. Now, this is at a Westgate car park. A person from Westgate has said to the Daily Mail, we do not condone this (laughs) behaviour. Reversing a car park queue can be dangerous.
2: But they don't say that it doesn't work.
0: No. People have tried it. They've said they've um, remedied the...
2: Right, the issue's fixed. The issue,
0: but other people have been doing it. That's what you
1: would say. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I tell you what, there's nothing more stressful than getting up to that thing and just going, oh, where's my card I need to put in? Or, like, where's the piece of paper I got on my way in that I need to scan on the way out? The car's behind you and you're like, I can't find it. I forgot to validate before I got in the car and now I'm here and i got to reverse. i got to get the car behind me to reverse. One of the most stressful situations you can find yourself
2: in. Although, I mean, to be fair, have you ever found a security person that doesn't just let you through? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. You know
2: when you press the thing and like they don't even talk to you. You're like, oh yeah, no, I've lost the th- other oh, thing, and then they're just like, it yeah. comes up, and you're like, all right,
1: Thank you. sweet. All right, Bron. we'll we'll have to try that if we... um, Well, no, no, no. Oh, sorry, it's not
2: condoned. (laughs) Nor do Matt and Alex. No, we will have to definitely not try that at all at any parking station ever.
1: Yeah, exactly right, because you need to be able to pay for parking. I did see someone complaining on Twitter recently that to park for an hour in Canada was $27. She's saying, I make... Like me, a human with flesh and blood and feelings and emotions, make less than that an hour than a <laughs> two by one and a half meter square of concrete. I am worth less to society.
2: <laughs> they should just go and lie down on the yeah, street, exactly. park oh, on my body, yeah. <laughs> just allow the air conditioning to drip into my yeah. mouth yeah. to sustain me. <laughs> <laughs> It's all going very well. All right, thank you, Brian. (laughs) Have a really good one. Thank you. And thank you
1: for listening to All Day Breakfast today. It has been a whole heap of fun, and we cannot wait to see you once again for another uh, exciting edition of All Day Breakfast.
2: You can always keep in touch with us at Alex on Instagram or mattandalex.com.au. We'll see you later. Bye-bye.
0: That's it. The All Day Breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au. Listener.